Hi there, Scott Rockfile back with another podcast review for you. Going to talk about the 2014 film Wolf Creek 2. As I've said in several podcasts recently, I'm always on the hunt for movies that I missed, movies that I haven't seen, movies that came out, and for whatever reason, whether it be a foreign film or a distribution deal or didn't come out on home video, whatever, if there's movies I've missed out there that some young reviewer says, this is one of those best whatever movies that you've never seen, I've got to check it out and make my own opinion up. So this has been on my list for quite some time. Wolf Creek 2 is mentioned every time Anything like torture porn or horror movies, just Wolf Creek 2 pops up all the time. And honestly, it's way too expensive to pick it up. The U.S. version's always hovered around 20 bucks, And for something like this, I'm just not going to pay that kind of money. Um, so it, it popped up on HamiltonBook.com, as we said before, for under 5 bucks. All right. So I picked it up. I read the back of it. I looked at it. And I looked at reviews and everything. I think I'm prepared for it, but I still left it on the shelf for quite some time because I know what I'm going to get into. And during the course of October, I was trying to review as many horror movies as I could. I pulled this out one day and I watched it. Oh, my. The short version is, if things like hostile, if things that are super gory with have no, like, redeeming values, if that's your cup of tea in a horror movie, then this is your cup of tea. This You will love this. If you want a horror movie where there's a chance somebody's going to get away at the end, where it's got some levity, where it's got something funny that happens, there's, none of that happens in this film. It is downbeat from the get-go. It is evil, dark. This dude is just a force of nature. He's xenophobic. He's, anyway, it wasn't scary to me. It was not depressing. It just bothers you because there's like, there's no redeeming quality. Now, again, it's supposed to be a horror movie. And, and for that, I enjoy the time I spent with it. But it's not something I'm going to pull out anytime real soon because, well, I, for me, a horror movie like Cabin in the Woods, that's a very gory horror movie, but it's also really funny, and it's kind of scary and, and thrilling in places. Now, this is thrilling, but it's thrilling like, this person's going to die, how long is it going to take them? How long are they going to get? How far are they going to get? How much are they going to be tortured before they die? Kind of thing. Um it's well done. It's well filmed. It's well acted. I watched the extras after the lead actor, the Australian guy that plays the bad guy. Um, his name is John Jarrett. He said he had to get back in that mind space after the first one, that he's just not that kind of guy. And to put himself in that mind space was not an easy thing to do to play this role. I could see that. Why this movie may not work as well for U.S. audiences, he's kind of a doofy redneck dude. And like, if he popped up in the American South, he'd get shot before any of this stuff happened <laughs> because he'd get out of his truck, you know, looking the way he does or whatever, and, and the young dudes would get out of their redneck vehicles and with rifles already drawn. Um, I, that's how it would roll in the South. But in Australia, uh, you've got, in this particular case, you had a young couple from Germany who are hiking and that kind of thing, and they just happen across this guy or cops who happen across this guy and want to fuck with him and then, pardon my French, um, you know, and, and then he's not going to tolerate that. The movie is, like I said, it, it, it is a, a good horror movie if that's what you're looking for. But this is not my kind of horror movie. Now, do you need to see Wolf Creek 1? No. 
I, I have not. It's hard to get over here. Um, I've heard that Wolf Creek 1 is coming out. Uh, they're making a third one. I think they're all three going to get a better release in the United States. The second one, for some whatever reason, did get a release here, and you can buy it on Amazon or whatever right now. Like I said, though, it was cheaper at HamiltonBook.com. I wasn't going to spend 20 bucks on a, on a film like this. I'm so glad I didn't. But for 5 bucks to do this review and tell you about it, maybe loan it to a couple of my friends who would enjoy it, sure. Um Nice packaging materials on the on the company that made it all. It comes with the Blu-ray and the DVD. It had a, a two-sided uh, uh, cover that you could flip. Not, you wouldn't flip around because it was basically advertising their other movies on the inside. Had a, a few extras on it, which I didn't expect either. It was a low-budget film. Its budget was like one point seven million dollars Australian, but it made four point seven million. Made four times its budget, so it was considered a hit, and that's why they're going to make a third one. Um, the guy, Greg McLean, who wrote and directed the first one, wrote and directed the second one. Um, I think he does very well, and I think he's going to be somebody to watch. It, Like I said, when you watched Hostel, you knew that Eli Roth knew what he was doing. You just wanted a better movie, or you just wanted a, more of a movie than just a torture porn piece. Um, same thing with this. I know this director is capable. He made some very tense scenes. I'm going to get into some minor spoilers here in a minute, so I'll, I'll let you know before that happens if you want to check out. I think I've prefaced this film enough on what it is. It's a dude that people stumble across him, and he kills and, and guts pigs for a living. So what do you think he does to humans? He wants them to cross him that he doesn't like. There's a there's a chilling scene where he tells somebody, people like me eat people like you for breakfast and poop you out. Um, but with him, it takes on a little more terrifying uh, tidbit, so to speak. But anyway, uh, if this is your cup of tea, great. Uh, go watch it. If it's not your cup of tea and I've warned you away from it, good. There are better horror movies out there. Not saying this is a bad one. It just has a particular audience. Somebody that says, I've seen everything and movies are too light for me, that the last Evil Dead movie didn't have enough gore or wasn't mean enough. Well, this movie's mean enough then. <laughs> this, If you're looking for one of the top tier, this is just a mean, naughty, nasty, gritty movie Wolf Creek 2 is going to get you, and Wolf Creek 3 is coming. I, I at some point, may watch the first one, but anyway. Uh, so to get into a little spoiler talk in 3, 2, 1. There's not that many people in the movie that get killed. There's a couple cops in the beginning. There's a German couple, and there's a dude and, and his girlfriend. Um, or no, it's just a dude. That's right. <laughs> um, and what happens through the first hour is what you expect is, it, it, you know— but then we get to about a third of the film that is the bad guy and one guy, and he they start having a relationship. And I'm all cool for scenes like this, but it stretched on and on to the point of, I don't care if he gets out. Can we just end this scene? Because it, you know, he's having one of these conversations with a crazy guy, and at one minute they're friends, and the next minute he wants to cut a finger off or whatever. And it goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And after back and forth and back and forthing for 10, 15, 20 minutes, I'm like, okay, this has gone on way longer than all the other stuff that happened before. Now, it does have a point at the end. It does have a point, and this does make sense to a certain extent. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying it slowed the movie that was cooking along at a good pace for the first hour to a crawl for the last third to just become basically a relationship torture porn piece. And that's the only negative thing I have to say about the movie. If they had kept the pace of the first hour and not just stopped down to we're just two guys talking here and maybe it goes bad, maybe it goes good, and it goes for 20, 25, almost 30 minutes, that's a bit long. 
Maybe it wasn't 30 minutes, but it sure did feel like it. It felt like it was a huge chunk of the movie that we could have been moving and doing maybe killing some other people or something. But in the end, like I said, it was justified. I see where it was going and all that. It just wasn't the perfect horror movie that I'd heard. It is mean, nasty, and will shock you. And, and just, it, you know, it's it's definitely gory enough and definitely brutal enough. But in the end, I can't recommend it like some of the other horror movies I've recommended of late because it doesn't have that a lot of replay value for me. If you have a, a group of friends who like these kind of horror movies, it probably has a lot of replay value for you. Anyway, if you'd like to borrow my copy of Wolf Creek 2, I will mail it to you or let you borrow it anytime. Scott Rockfile, that was my podcast review of Wolf Creek 2, a movie that's been out for about a decade that I finally got to see. And, you know, some things you can't unsee. I mean, like I said, it was well filmed. The cinematography is good. The acting is really good. Otherwise, it wouldn't be disturbing, right? I mean, it had to be well made. Otherwise, I wouldn't have this ill feeling about it. But it, it, that's not totally what I get out of even even movies like Terrifier have kind of a dark humor to them. There's no dark humor to this film. It is mean, nasty horror film. So, Wolf Creek 2, if it's your cup of tea, check it out. I'd like to hear more about it. I've got more reviews coming up, including I'm going to be doing some PlayStation 5 game reviews, um, and I'm re-watching the Harry Potter movies. I'm on the second one already, so we'll talk about that in upcoming podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a spectacular day. Spectacular day.